0: Thanks so much for listening to No Lions Here with me, Big Panda. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to No Lions here. My name is Big Panda, and I'm a recovering sex addict. Before we jump into today's episode, I just want to go ahead and plug the socials real quick. Uh, You know, this is almost like my my ad reads for myself. Um, If you're listening on Spotify, make sure you go check out our YouTube channel. Um, It is no underscore lions underscore here um, go give us a like a subscribe there now if you are visiting us here for the first time from YouTube first off thank you so much for joining I really appreciate uh, you checking out what, what we got going on here um, and if you if you are visiting us somewhere on YouTube definitely make sure to go check out Spotify that's where all my episodes are from the last two years because I have been doing the podcast now for yeah, right at two years now. So um, all of my episodes, I think I have fifty-eight. Uh, I think this is, I think this is episode fifty-nine. Don't quote me on that. Um, up on Spotify um, to go back all the way back to the beginning where I talk about my discovery. Basically, you know, this whole podcast has just been a journey of my recovery over the last, you know, two and a half years, getting into recovery in twenty twenty-one, um, and then not starting the podcast until you know, um, later on, I think it was probably six months after I got out of treatment that I started the podcast. So, um, just, yeah, go definitely go check out the, my full story from basically the beginning till now. I try to definitely do a, try to, try to keep up with things as best I can. Um, you know, which, which kind of brings me into like my first topic of like, I didn't do, uh, I didn't do a new episode last week. Um, you know, I, I feel like I've been fairly consistent. I mean, actually, overall, I mean, let me give myself some credit here. I've been consistent, uh, pretty consistent with everything that I've been doing as far as recording and everything like that, and now that the studio is my own space and I'm in here all the time, like I spend a lot of time here, and if I'm not recording, you know, I'm editing videos, i getting stuff sent out, um... And then also, you know, a lot of the times I'm just here just kind of chilling out. You know, I, I live with my mom. Uh, so this is just kind of like a really nice little safe space for me. Uh, but but because I'm in here all the time, I feel like I all of my material needs to be new and shiny and that I can't. Oh, well I've already talked about that, so I can't necessarily go back and, and talk about that. Now again, now this is this is just in my head, right? Like nobody's telling me any of this. And so I'm like, "Oh, if it's not new and shiny in my recovery, then well, I don't I don't have enough content, I don't have enough material." So basically now I'm just I'm going to have to wait and now record a new episode, you know. Whenever I feel like I've I've got some new and shiny new and shiny things to to talk about, and so I can I can get a little overwhelmed with that because it's like, all right, you know I've 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 asked for you know I I, I ask for ideas you know I, every day I end the show with, you know if if there's any topics or anything that you want to hear me discuss on the show like send them to me, and while I've gotten some some really good feedback and people have definitely reached out like not getting many ideas as far as like topics so I'm sitting here going like all right well you know I mean all right I got to come up with this stuff on my own I'm really not too sure oh again you know it's not new and shiny I've already talked about that so I can't talk about it and and so I can get really overwhelmed and kind of almost frustrated with that a little bit Um, I think it's it's more overwhelmed and 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 it can just it can it can really like stir up my nervous system and just the thoughts in my head, and I was I was talking to my sponsor earlier this week, Jeff. I mean, you guys know Jeff. Go check him out. I've got him on a couple episodes. Uh, really good episodes. Awesome dude. Love the guy so much. Like he's just a huge part of my life. Huge part of my recovery. Just absolutely awesome guy. Um, Anytime he gets brought up, I feel like I just I just want to go into that because he just he means so much to me, and we have such a great relationship. Uh, but I was talking to him earlier this week, and you know this this topic kind of got brought up around like, and I just I feel like I'm I'm doing it all alone. Which th- there is a lot that I am doing on my own, and there's there's things that like really only I can do. Like nobody else can sit in this chair and come on and say, hey, I'm a big panda, and I'm a recovering sex addict. Like I'm the only one that can do that um you know I can have guests on and things like that but so I'm like man I, I feel like I'm going at this alone even though like again guys I'm not alone I know that right like in my head I've got a lot of love and I've got a lot of support like especially around the podcast and, and just in my life in general and there's plenty of people that I can reach out to and um, get their feedback on this so I, when I'm in that place of just feeling overly overwhelmed or frustrated, like I put it all on myself and that like, again, and, and this all funnels down to like, I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. And, you know, those are the old tapes, the, those old thoughts and old ways of thinking that I need to challenge. And, you know, thank God I've got people in my life that can kind of bring these things up and, and see Help me to see them in a different light, in a different perspective, and it just it like brings a lot of clarity. So in my conversation with Jeff earlier this week, he was like, "Well, dude, who cares if you've already talked about it before? Talk about it again. Like, you know, you, you see this a lot in in the rooms. Like, one week someone can be dealing with something, and the next week, I mean, they could share on that topic again for." two, three, four, five, you know, however meetings they need to or however many phone calls they need to to talk about those things. I mean, I know that I'm I'm guilty of that. Maybe maybe I shouldn't call myself to say guilty because um, guilt is a big, big trigger in mine. I I've done that, though. I mean, <laughs> if you go back and listen to the early, early episodes of the podcast, I mean, it was I think it was just like I was I was like. Very Patricia based. And now that i I'm, I'm kind of moving away from that, but I mean I, I don't I couldn't tell you how many phone calls there were um, where she was the main topic. There were so many phone calls, so many discussions and conversations and and like so it's it's totally it's it's it is okay to continue to talk about these things even if it is the same thing over and over and over. I know I've, I've felt like this and I've heard other guys say this too in the program of like, well, I'm afraid that I'm being a broken record and that nobody's going to want to hear me talk about this a hundred times. And even, even Jeff, my sponsor, you know, he, he's, he's said this to me before and, You know, in in those those really important and close relationships that we have, like it is okay to talk about the same thing as many times as you need to. Right. And I know for me, you know, it's like. And why I can be kind of tolerant of that is so like so for instance, I'm just I'm just going to use Jeff, for instance, because this has definitely come up with us. You know, he said that he's like, man, I, I don't. I'm sure you're getting tired. I, I feel you know, I feel like a broken record. Um however, like I know that Jeff is seeking the solution. He's not just, you know, bitching to bitch or complaining because things aren't going his way, right? Like he's working through things just like I need to work through things. And that's gonna take more than one conversation. That that's gonna take more than one podcast episode. To really work through that, and I just I need to realize that like one, it's okay for me to talk about the same things. I I know that that's happened many times on here before, but again, I can just get so caught up in my own head and my own thoughts of again, I gotta. It's gotta be new. It's gotta be fresh. You know, it's gotta be entertaining. It's it's right. Like it's gotta be all these things, and I know that that's like the critic in my head that is and you know I, I think that these you know we're talking about little little IFS here the internal family system. I know that some of these these players in my head have been you know put there for you know defense to keep myself to to protect myself like things like that. So I you know, I don't know necessarily what that is trying to protect me from you know, those kinds of thoughts. You know, I don't know if it's just maybe I just truly don't have that like strong everyday belief in myself that like it's okay. Like I really, you know, the more that I think about it, I'm just, I'm really not too sure. And again, like that's okay too, right? Like I know before, but and in the past in my recovery it's like oh no I got to get to the bottom of that right now because if I can get to the bottom of this and figure out exactly why this is going on then I'm going to be able to solve the problem and that solution as soon as I get to it is going to become very clear so the quicker I can find the root then the quicker I can find the solution and then the quicker I can move on and not talk about it anymore because I'm done with it I'm, I'm past that I've I've overcome it I've healed from it like I'm good. Uh, that was, you know, definitely kind of like, I don't know, a driving force um, for me throughout my recovery. And but I, I will say, you know, with where I'm at today, I don't straight up pick up the shovel like that anymore. It's more or less like, OK, like I see it. I feel it. I'm very aware of it. Um, I need to just OK, I need to give it up to God and over time, this will work itself out. More shall be revealed. You know that 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 fun saying. And I say fun because sometimes it's not fun. Like sometimes I'm like, well, I don't, I don't want it to be revealed later on. I want it to be revealed right now. And that if I don't get through this right now, like I am not good enough. I'm not doing enough. Um, I've noticed a lot of like fear-based motivation for me um and that it, it definitely ties into this subject as well is like i am very motivated by fear by fear uh that is that's like a big like motivator for me to the point where like i don't i don't know if it's necessarily bad all the time however like like so for with the podcast and like coming into the studio like oh if i'm not if I'm not recording something every time I'm in the studio, well, then the studio is a waste and I need to pull out of it, right? So what's a truth and what's a lie? Like that is totally not true. Um, yes, this is my studio and I use it to record. However, it's also a safe place, a sanctuary for me to where I can get out of the house and have my own space to just hang out and just you know, kind of relax a little bit. I don't always need to be in here recording something. And, and anytime I'm in the studio, I'm always kind of piddling around with little stuff, whether it's, you know, posting videos, you know, working on social media stuff. Like, so I'm, I'm always doing something. But again, that if I'm not doing this every single time, well, then I'm not doing it good enough and I'm not doing enough. And then, you know, that you can see how that the cycle just kind of starts to spin that that vortex kind of just it kind of picks up speed picks up speed and then it just i mean next thing you know I'm I'm you know I'm in the inner circle and you know that's a place obviously like that's not where I want to be that is not where I want to be at all uh so just you know trying to challenge that like you know I know I said this already but like it's okay that every episode's not new and shiny. Like this is this is part of my process. For me, the process is just coming in, sharing it with everybody out there listening and helping myself kind of process and work through it. And so I'm just, you know what? I'm gonna continue to do that. And I really wanna take this attitude of like, okay, well, hey, just keep doing it, man. Just, just keep coming in, keep putting it out. It doesn't necessarily mean that because that's the other thing, too, is like, I I don't like how things look right now. So in my mind, it's that hustle mentality of, all right, well, I got to come in and I need to grind. I don't like how my life looks. So let me work harder and then I will get to that point. So let me just hunker down, forget about self-care. And just grind, grind, grind. I actually, I read an an article the other day. (coughs) I read an article the other day talking about how, like, that hustle mentality that is in our society right now is actually, like, not good for us at all. And that if if we sit here and say, all right, I'm going to grind and hustle until I make a million dollars. Well, once I hit a million dollars, that's not good enough. I want five million dollars. So I gotta keep hustling. I know I've already hit my one goal, but I gotta keep hustling and keep pushing. And, you know, I I think that sometimes, you know, it's it's okay to be in that mindset. However, if I stay in that mindset for too long, then my self care can really go down the drain. And for me, like focusing on self care and doing what I need to do to take care of myself as far as like my basic needs go, my rest you know exercise things like that like th- that's honestly like that's more important to me than just grinding and pushing myself and that you know this there there is a bigger plan that i am unaware of right um god has a plan for me god has a plan for my life he has a plan for what i'm doing in here he has a plan for what i'm doing out there like he's got a plan for me and i don't know what that plan is But that plan is on God's time, not my time. And that by saying to myself, okay, the harder I work, the quicker we're going to get to where we're going. That's me trying to play God. And that is not me giving it up to God, surrendering to God, and just accepting where I am and that, hey, this is just going to take some time. It's me trying to play God. And... When I was in my addiction, like, I was trying to play God. And, you know, I just... I, I know that I'm not going to necessarily fall back into those, like, extreme old ways to where I'm using drugs and, and doing things like that. But it can totally lead me to act out sexually, right? Because that's still another escape for me. It's still, an, it's still another escape. And it's an escape that it's... You know, sex addiction, it's, it's just really interesting. Like it's in my mind, it's very, it's conflicting and confusing because with the drugs and alcohol, those did not add to my life in a positive way. Those were negative things in my life that I am totally okay with completely cutting out and never touching again i can live my life and never have and never snort another line of cocaine or have a sip of alcohol and i'm gonna be better off if i don't do those things then then you bring in like the sex addiction aspect of things and it's like we are sexual beings by nature god has given us and, and made us sexual beings for procreation for pleasure you know to solidify emotional bonds with partners and like there's all these ways that like you can have healthy sex in your life and so i'm sitting here going well uh, it it can be a healthy aspect but it's also an unhealthy aspect so like i don't really know well and then for me you add in like the religious upbringing right of like sex is bad but sex before marriage is bad And it's not, it wasn't, like, the way that the sex talk for me basically went, you know, if you're doing anything, you know, more than kissing, like, that's sex, and that's bad. So then, here I am as an adult in recovery for sexual addiction, so therefore I must be bad. And that all sex is bad, and I'm in recovery for sex addiction, so I am bad. And so it's like, you know, not that I have, I don't, you know, I don't have a partner right now. So you know, I, there's really no way for me to, I, and I, I don't know if I want to say no way, but you know, because in my inner circle there, it's you know, no sex outside of a relationship, a committed relationship. So you know if i'm not in a relationship with somebody you know what does that look like for me like obviously like i don't want to be looking at porn um i have some different view some different opinions on like masturbation so like i think that that's something that could be incorporated healthy incorporated in a healthy way into my life i just i need to have more conversations around that and that i See what I'm. I'm afraid to bring you that, and I'm. I am afraid to try to incorporate that in a healthy way in my life, because I am afraid that I'm going to abuse that. Because okay, so if I so say I just say I masturbate, right, and that's not in my inner circle, like okay, so it's not acting out, it's not relapsing. Yeah, maybe it's probably you know middle circle. I wouldn't say that it would be outer circle for me anyway. So, okay. So it's, so it's middle circle, which, you know, middle circle is kind of those red flag areas of like, Hey, what's going on? You've got things, things are a little off. Um, and you know, also it's, you know, that, that orgasm, that dopamine release is totally, you know, something that I can lean on. Like you know, what if I'm in a place where like, yeah, I, maybe I could go out and exercise or make a phone call and try to get my needs met in a different way. But instead, I'm just resorting to masturbation. And when I say masturbation, like that does not involve porn at all. Um, and then, you know, I, I've talked to some C CSATs about this too. And it's like, well, okay, can you do that without having any kind of fantasies in your head. Can you view that as like self-love and and I just I, I don't know. I, I don't know, I don't know for me. Um, I, I think it's worth having some more conversations around um, but you know that's just it's been something that's kind of been on my mind. And again that that very confusing those very confusing tapes of okay, sex is bad unless you are married i'm in recovery for sex addiction so therefore i must be bad so therefore all sex is bad even even if i agree and talk that like masturbation's okay cuz okay. even that to me is like a form of sex with self so therefore it's bad <laughs> i'm i'm laughing at this this is you know, it's and, and thank God, like, I'm, I'm in a place in my recovery where you know it's not so doom and gloom. And see how, like, even talking about this stuff right now, it's kind of, I can feel myself kind of wanting to dig at it and like really pick it apart and like really get to the bottom of it and like try to get an answer today. When it's like, okay, it's like, all right, so those thoughts that are out there, right? So what I need to do is just put them out there, give them up to my higher power, take a step back, try to take my hands off of it, and just, okay, we'll see where it goes. You know, we'll see where it goes. I'm not sitting here saying that I'm ready to move anything out of my inner circle or anything like that, but just, you know, again, these are, you know, recovery evolves. It, ch- it changes, and, you know, I'm, I'm in a place now where, you know... I work a pretty 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 good program and I do, I have pretty much routine with things. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very connected, you know, meetings, prayer, um, checking in with myself, awareness of self. Like I've got a lot of like really good aspects to my recovery. However, like I still really struggle with urges and I, I just like, I just, I really struggle. I really struggle and by no means do I think that like oh you know you should uh you're you sh- you're far you're far enough along you shouldn't be struggling cuz that's a lie um I think that I think that with this with this addiction I think there's always going to be some kind of struggle um sure it may not be like a 9 out of 10 But I think that there's always going to be some kind of struggle there. Now, also, too, I also realized that, like, I'm kicking up a lot of things. I've also got a lot of new things going on in my life, you know, school, you know, a a possible a a possible career change here, you know, in the not so distant future, uh, which is scary, really scary, because I'll be honest, like I've I've I'm not sure what I want to do with this certification to become a recovery coach. I don't know and I I've, I've found myself kind of like reading into those thoughts of like well do how do I really want to go into the drug and alcohol industry like maybe I should I don't know if I really want to though um when it's like first off we're not there yet right like I don't have to make a decision on that we're not there yet um there's a lot of time between now and then, even though it's going to be here quicker than than we know it, because we all know that's how time works. You know, um, things just happen like that. Close your eyes. Next thing you know, you're a year down the road. So, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought there a little bit. So, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of changes in my life. You know, taking over the studio, getting on YouTube, like. You know, I think another one of those big things, too, for me is like my home life and that, you know, I I live with my mom and, you know, I want to move out. However, I think in today's market, housing market and with where I'm at job wise, like it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. And so accepting that right like accepting that it's okay to be where i'm at right now it's okay to be at my mom's house i th- also think too in our society you know if if you're in your 30s and you live with your parents like that that is almost like looked down upon and i know that i can definitely like buy into that buy into that shame and guilt around that when it's like there's really there's really nothing wrong with that at all like now I would be a little bit more concerned if it was like, okay, yeah, hey, I live with my mom and you know what? I'm gonna ride this wave. I'm gonna probably just stay here forever. Honestly, like I'll just stay here forever. Um that's not the case. Like I have aspirations and ambitions and goals to to move out and get my own space and um and be out on my own. Because I really do want that. It's just, I think for me right now, it's not in the cards. And I've, I've put I've put a lot of time and in, in thinking into that. I've had conversations around that. Um, and maybe I need to have some more so that I can find some acceptance for myself. Because if I can, I have a really hard time of just like accepting that like, okay, where you are today is exactly where you're supposed to be. Uh, so if there's anybody out there that, that's struggling with that right now, just know like exact where you are is exactly where you're supposed to be just like where i am is exactly where i'm supposed to be and that you know more shall be revealed um so i'm definitely like my brain is it's very conflicted it's very torn right now with some things um i just i'm finding myself just kind of in these back and forth conversation battles in my head around you know, what should I be doing versus like what I am doing and, and you know, I know that there's a lot of people out there that can relate that like, we're just our own worst critics in our head. I am just so hard on myself, so hard on myself. I'm not this hard on other people. People are not this hard on me. I'm just really, really hard on myself. To where, like it's 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 kind it's kind of it's kind of ugly. Some of the things that I tell myself sometimes, or just the views that I have on myself. Now, they're not all the time. You know, it depends on you know where's my sleep at. You know, how am I doing exercise? Why, like am I am I taking care of myself? Because when I'm not taking care of myself, those voices just get louder and louder and louder. And it's not so, it's not so easy to have that objective view of like, okay, you're not your thoughts. Like, okay, something's going on. You're not your thoughts. It's okay. Like that kind of grace and compassion for myself around some of these thoughts and feelings. And that like, it's okay. It's okay to have these thoughts. Like I'm not my thoughts. You are not your thoughts. Like that's, we're not, and it's okay to have them. We're human beings. Like they pop up and clearly, you know, they're, those are, those are signs of like, okay, what's going on. Let's look at, let's look at things. Let's leave the shovel where it is for right now, but let's just kind of like, let's just kind of sift through it a little bit almost. Like, um, that's kind of like some of the, the, um, the wordage that I've been using around things that pop up is like, I'm sifting through them right like just like and I, and i picture a i picture a guy on the side of a river with you know a gold pan and you know slowly he's taking one instead of bringing on the excavator and just digging a deep deep hole and getting all the way down to the bottom it's like one shovel full at a time into the sifter let's sift through it let's see if we got anything and that's its whole process in itself and so i think that as long as i'm aware and kind of sifting through things, I don't need to just automatically dig because that still is kind of digging. It's just not as intense of, we got to get to it right now. To me, that sound that that's a little bit more patient with myself, um, a little bit more grace and compassion involved in that as well. It's just like sifting. And it's interesting how you know, in my recovery, like those terms and words have, have changed when I use to describe where I'm at. Um, I know the other day I was thinking, talking to Jeff, and I was like, Yeah, man, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying my best. No, wait, I'm doing the best that I can. Right? Like trying to eliminate that try, because I'm not trying, I'm doing. Um, Just like anybody out there listening, like you're not trying, you're doing, you're doing the best you can with what you have. And some days that's going to look different day to day to day to day. It's all going to look different. And yesterday's best might look different than today's best. Tomorrow's best is going to look different than today's best. And that is all okay. And again, I can tell other people this and I can sit here and tell you guys this. And I have a hard time telling myself that. Hmm. A hard time telling myself that. Or believe, not, not believing. Because I, I believe. I believe that I am enough. It's just that feeling, right? You know, they talk about the furthest distance is between the head and the heart, right? Knowing and feeling are two different things for me. And I think that's true for a lot of people. Is that I can believe these things. I'm very intellectual and analytical. Like I believe these things, but it doesn't mean that I feel it. And that my goal is to get to a place where, like, I can feel that. And I know that I'm doing a lot better with some of that stuff. Like I was, I was thinking yesterday there was um, there was a meme that was shared in you know one of my one of my my program text groups and. You know, it just basically talked about, like, this is a journey and, you know, there's no destination and it was kind of like, I don't know, it just really kind of got me thinking and someone was responding to it and they're like, oh, my God, I'm going to be doing this till I'm 80 and, you know, this is going to take me a long time. And I kind of just kind of sat back and thought about this, like, you know, life in recovery is, a, is truly is a journey, and that there's no destination, and that the destination is when they're lowing you in, into the ground, and as a guy used to say, patting me patting me in the face with a shovel, and so I was thinking about that, and something that, like, Jeff and I talked about, this is a while ago, you know, talking about, like, you know, wanting to be in a relationship, but, man, I got, I got a lot of stuff that I need to figure out before I'm even ready for a relationship, and he said something to me. He said, "He said, Alex, when they work on a bridge, they don't always shut the entire bridge down to fix it. They'll close one side down, and traffic can still go through on one side. And then when they're done with that side, they'll go shut the other side down and open up that side to traffic. And so... I kind of, I kind of, I took that and kind of, kind of made it into my own a little bit around like recovery is like road construction for roads, right? Like there's always going to be some kind of maintenance that needs to be done. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a heavy duty overhaul. Sometimes it's just repainting the lines or filling in potholes, um, you know, there is a certain amount of maintenance that needs to be done on things just at all times. Doesn't mean that, you know, it's a it's it's this doom and gloom type of thing. It's it's no, we, we have to maintain our roads in order for them to be drivable. If they're not drivable, well, then people are going to get hurt. Not going to they're going to have to find, you know, new. Whoa, I don't even know where I was trying to go with that, <laughs> but So, to me, my life in recovery means there's always going to be maintenance that needs to be done. There's always going to be lines that need to be repainted, potholes to be filled. Sure, maybe there's times where I'm going to need to do some overhauls. Um, However, traffic is still going to flow. Life's still going to happen. Traffic's going to flow. I'm going to flow but there's always gonna be maintenance that needs to be done. And the way that I look at that today opposed to a year ago, two years ago is so much different. There is way more hope in that. Like I'm almost like excited that I get to do this maintenance. Like, oh wow, like so you're telling me that I get the, op- I get the opportunity and the experience to continue to learn about myself and heal myself? Well, sign me up. Like That's what I want to be doing. I want to be doing that work. I want to consistently be doing the work that I need to be doing in recovery and getting to know myself because the more that I know myself, the more that I can love myself, offer myself that love and heal from the wounds that run very, very deeply inside of me and become my own person and love that person. And build something for myself that I can hang my hat on. And, I've, and I've, I've already done that, right? Like, I'm not saying I haven't done that because I've totally done that with certain things in my life. I mean, this podcast is one of them. I've done this. I've built this. And I'm continuing to maintain it. Paint the lines. Fill in the potholes. You know? I don't always have to redirect traffic in order to maintain things. And with those maintenance, there's yeah, there are end dates for them. Right. Like when they shut when they start working on a road. Yeah, sure. Sometimes where I'm at, it seems like they're always working on a road. (laughs) But there's always an end date. Right. There's always going to be a time where like, oh, okay, they're working on this road. And then a certain amount of time goes by, and they're no longer working on that road anymore. The yellow cones are gone. Uh, The guys holding the the sticks are gone. The trucks are gone. Um, The road looks good until it needs to be maintained again. And, yeah, I don't have end dates for the maintenance. I don't know when it's going to end. I don't have a date. It's not like I can look in my calendar right now and say, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So though that, that fear motivation that drives you, okay, yeah, here in six months, we're actually going to be able to pack up shop and it's going to be, we'll, we'll take the trucks back to the shop and we'll start on something else because that's going to be done, right? That's a road that I'm going to need to maintain, Sobriety, a road that I'm going to need to maintain. Connection, a road that I'm going to need to maintain. The tapes and the trauma and the wounds inside of me, all roads that I need to maintain. However, now I have the tools and the support and the connection to help me through that maintenance. I got to stay up on the maintenance. If I don't stay up on the maintenance, that's when I'm in trouble. Again, self-care, another road that I need to maintain. And again, the way that I'm looking at it is not like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed with all this road maintenance. It's more like, wow, I'm kind of excited to dig in. Because the more maintenance I do is going to show me those underlying problems. It's going to show me those underlying issues by stripping off that top layer of asphalt I'm going to get to see what's underneath that and what's there. Oh, is it a minor problem or is it a major problem? Okay. And then we cross that bridge when we get there. Um, So I just, you know, for me, the maintenance is something that now, not every day do I look forward to it by any means, not every day at all. Um, However, there are some days where I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Like I get to do this. Not everybody says that, you know, and and one of the, you know, one of the, the pros of being single right now for me is that I have nothing but time to give myself and nothing but time to put in maintaining my roads, right? Like, I don't have to worry about a partner's roads or anything like that. Like, I have all the time in the world to focus on my roads and what needs to be maintained for me. And so, like, I'll be honest, like, that is even though, like, don't get me wrong, like, I want to be in a relationship. However, it is a a bonus, a pro that I'm not in one and that I get this time. Earlier on in recovery, one of my drug counselors was like, you need to look at this as a you know, an opportunity to go out and do the things that you want to do and not have to worry about checking in with somebody to check the schedule and things like that. And at first, i I'll be honest, I kind of rolled my eyes at her a little bit. I was like, yeah, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, okay. I hear the spirit of it, but I'm going to be honest, I just don't feel that way. <laughs> and now looking back on that, I'm like, yeah, I mean, she was totally right and I knew that. I knew that in the moment. I knew she was totally right. I just wasn't I wasn't feeling that at all. And but now that I'm kind of in that spot where I'm like, all right, cool, like like for instance, like last week I was in a meeting and I got a text asking me if I could play hockey the next morning because they needed a goalie and they asked me if I could play. I'm a single guy with no kids of absolutely I can play what time tell me tell me what time and I'll be there um so and and then again that goes into you know putting the time in here in the podcast putting the time in on myself putting the time in with my relationships um to just further strengthen and grow those bonds and that because I'm single I get more time to do those things and not have to you know worry about somebody else's feelings. And I don't know why but that feels like that feels like I'm being insensitive when I say that. However, I'm not being insensitive when I say that. Like it's not like I have a partner and I'm just like I don't care what you want to do. I'm going to do everything that I want to do. Good luck with what you got going on because I wouldn't be like that at all. That's not that's not how I would operate in a relationship. I'm just saying like, you know, with where I'm at right now, it is a blessing and I am I am grateful for the time that I have for myself and uh, to be with myself again. This is just an opportunity to maintain, right? Like I'm I'm stripping off the layers of asphalt every single day. New layers are coming off, and um, it's it's okay. Like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. More shall be revealed. I'm exactly where I'm sh- supposed to be, and I'm okay with that. Like with where I'm at today. Now check in with me tomorrow. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely check in with me tomorrow, um, or even later today. But you know what? Like with where I'm at, like I'm 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 running on my own schedule. It's up to me what I do, which, you know, though, that that at that times can be very challenging, like realizing that as an addict in recovery, I thrive with routine and structure. And so on the weekends, I do kind of, I struggle. Sundays are kind of like my hardest days of the week because there really isn't much routine and structure. There There's routine. Don't get me wrong. There's definitely routine. However, that routine doesn't take me long, right? It basically, all that it is is, like, I need to go for a run or a walk. And then that takes me, you know, 45 minutes, an hour, 30 minutes, whatever it is that day, whatever I'm doing that day. And then it's like, okay, the rest of my day is wide open. What are we going to do? And so that can have me, you know, feeling very bored, uh, very lonely, um... And so, you know, it's again sifting through it. Okay, let's look at it. What can we do? You know, I don't need to throw the shovel at it and say, "Okay, well, we need to we need to overhaul this road completely. Blow the road up and overhaul it." No, no, no. Let's keep the road there. No need to bust out the dynamite. No need to big to bust out the heavy machinery just yet. Let's inspect, let's sift through it. And let's see, you know, what we can tweak. Maybe we need to add a turn lane here. Maybe we need to do some shoulder work here. Um, Side note, I kind of like that I've stuck with this whole metaphor around like maintaining roads. It it makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, Anyway, so, you know, okay, what can I do to maintain? You know, sure, sure, maybe there's some upgrades that need to be made. However, it's not throw the kitchen sink at it and blow everything up and just start over, right? Like I've got a solid base, a solid foundation from where I'm working with everything that I'm doing. So, okay, let's just go from there and maintain and add on if we need to. But again, that foundation, that road's already there. I'm not building a new road, which is a whole other thing you know, a whole other process that, you know, that someone needs to go through. I'm not building a new road. I'm just maintaining one that I already have. And sure, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe looking at it, maybe it needs to be rerouted f- through different neighborhoods, you know, but again, it comes down to like maintenance, maintenance, sifting through it, peeling back just the thin layers and seeing what's there. Um, and then giving, giving it up to God. You know, that's one of the biggest things that, you know, I need to make sure that I'm consistent with in my recovery is surrendering, accepting where I'm at and surrendering whatever it is that I'm dealing with to my higher power and asking for my higher power for connection or not. Sorry, not connection, uh, guidance connected to my higher power, asking for guidance. That's what I was trying to say. Um. Yeah. And the more that I can, I, I talked to a guy yesterday that was in a tough spot and you know, I mentioned to him, um, he was having some issues around, he was dating a girl. She wasn't texting him back and just, and I can totally relate. I get in these places. If I don't like hear back from somebody, I'm like, Oh God, I'm not is mainly in like the female partner aspect of things. It's like, Oh, she's not texting me back. Oh my gosh, I am. I'm freaking out. I'm not good enough. I didn't say the right thing there. Like, I, I could really relate to where this guy was at, and you could tell that like, his his brain was was moving, and things were pretty close to being on fire. And I said, okay, man. Well, hey, how about this? Like, how about you just give it up to your higher power? And I said, you know, you there may be you may have to give this thing up a hundred times today. You may catch yourself. Buying into those thoughts and pulling out of that well, that you may need to give this up 75, 100, 150 times today. I said, but you know what that brings you though? I said, that that sounds a little overwhelming. Absolutely. But you know what that brings you though? That brings you connection to your higher power. The more that I can offer things up to my higher power, the more connected I am. If I'm not giving things up to my higher power, if I'm not surrendering to my higher power, well, then how connected am I to my higher power? Hmm. So the more that I can surrender and give up to Him, or her, or nature—well, you know, whatever your higher power is—the more that I can surrender to my higher power, the more connected I am, which then leaves me better off in a spirit, in a better, better, in a better spiritual place. Because again, I truly believe, I've heard this a lot, that this truly is a spiritual program. And that I need that connection in my life that is one of the key pillars of recovery, at least in my opinion, and I know that that is true for me. One of my pillars has to be spirituality, higher power, connected to my higher power, conscious contact with my higher power. Um, so again, you know, the more that I can give something up the more time I'm spending with my higher power, even if it is just a quick, God, I, I, I gotta surrender to this. I gotta give this up to you. I'm really struggling with this. God help me work through this. If that's all that it is, but if you do that a hundred times in a day, and I and I hope that I hope that those days are few and far between, right? Because I know what it's like to be in that place where like I just feel like, oh my God, I've given this up two hundred times today. That in its own self can be very overwhelming, very overwhelming. Um, But you know what? We have days like that. That is the reality. We have days like that. I have days where I'm good and I'm okay and I'm still connected. And then there's days where I need to surrender everything or there's a certain thing that I'm just really dwelling on and being obsessive about. And again, the more that I can do it, the better. Uh, And that's also something else that I've struggled with in the past. I'm doing a a lot better with this. Actually, I kind of noticed this yesterday was, you know, I really only was surrendering things to my higher power when I was in a bad place and wanted out and wanted the pain to stop. I mean, I always want the pain to stop. Because I feel like lately there's been a lot of pain. There's been a lot of pain. Mm. I just got hit with something there. I don't know. I think just breaking up that word pain. Mm just reminds me that I still got a lot of it I still got a lot of pain I still got a lot of things I need to sift through you know and this is this is one of those instances where it's like okay god I'm hurting that you just help me give it up to you. And I ask that you just guide me through this. Guide me through this. Thank you for your love, God. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. And I ask that you just help me navigate this and that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. You know? That's, you know, that's kind of what that looks like sometimes. I I was not expecting that at all. Um, you know, I'm grateful for it though, because again, it shows me that, you know, I've been in a, I've been in a, up a pretty decent place the last couple days, but you know, there's always something lurking. There's always something under the surface that's lurking. Uh, there's something that's going on there, and you know what? I'm not gonna pull the shovel out. Again, you know, off the top of my head, I got a lot of things going on right now, a lot of moving parts, a lot of things that I'm very unsure of right now. And I don't like that. I'm an addict. <laughs> <laughs> it just me really makes so much sense. Like And I'm just I'm happy that I can again like laugh about this stuff too. Like it's, sometimes it's like, yeah, oh yeah, that's that's why I'm like <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's why I am the way that I am. I'm an addict, um, and I'm so much more than that, though, too, right? I'm so much more than that. So much more than just an addict. I got a lot. I got a lot going for me. I got a lot that I bring to the table. That is part of me, yes, but then I've got I'm so much more than that. Um, but kind of back to what I was saying was, you know, earlier on in recovery, it was. You know, that desperation around, like, God help me through this really came on the bad days. And then in the good days, it'd kind of be like, oh, man, I'm okay. Um, I don't know if I need, really need to surrender anything. I'm, I'm in a good place. Okay, cool, cool. And then, you know, I'd go all day without talking to God, you know. And, you know, we don't have to constantly be talking to our higher power. Um, however, you know, it's not bad practice if you are. It's really not bad, but he's not going to hurt you at all. um, Not at all. You know, whatever your higher power is, like, loves to be connected to you too. And wants to be connected to you too. I know my higher power wants to be connected to me and everything that I do. And he's involved in everything that I do. I just don't always invite him in. So if I'm in a good place in the past, it used to not be so much inviting him in. Whereas, like, so yesterday, for instance, I was in a pretty decent place and. And I caught myself a couple times throughout the day just being like, thank you, God. You know, thank you, God, for the attitude today. Thank you, God, for the mood. Um, You know, thank you. Thank you for, you know, again, I got that phone call from that guy that I got to talk to and kind of help out a little bit. Like, service, 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 service. That's huge for me. Um, That helps get me out of my mess that's going on in my head. And that if I can be there for somebody else, that helps me feel better about myself. Because I get so stuck in this mess in my head that like, oh, I got this mess in my head. I'm a mess. And it's like when when I can help somebody else and get out of my own mess, my mess doesn't look so messy anymore. Because if I truly was a total mess, I would not be able to be there for people. And I can be there for people. And so, like, um, I like that. I like that a lot, you know, and just... More shall be revealed. You know, just keep going. Keep coming back. And I'm going to keep coming back. You know, that's part of the plan. I get to keep coming back. I get to keep coming back to these experiences. I get to maintain these roads. I get to do that. And without this program, I don't think that I would have those opportunities. Because with this program comes awareness, connection, love, support, tools, right? Try maintaining a road without the right tools. You ain't going to maintain nothing. So I'm really thankful for what the program and the work that I've done have given me in order to maintain these roads. And I'm going to continue to maintain these roads even on days where I just don't feel like doing it or I don't find the joy in it or I don't find the hope in it. I'm going to continue to maintain them because that's what I have to do. I don't want to go back to that old life. I don't want to. I truly don't. I want to move forward and I want to live up to my potential. I've got a lot of potential and I just want to live up to that and I want everybody that i come in contact with or or even if i don't come in contact with anybody everybody out there listening like i want everybody to reach their full potential because we are so much more than our problems we are so much more than our struggles you are worth it i am worth it i deserve more or less not l- i deserve more love not less you deserve more love not less keep coming back It works if you work it. Guys, thank you so much for listening, for tuning in, for watching on YouTube, for streaming on Spotify. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, go subscribe to the channel. Um, That would really help me out a whole lot. It is no underscore lions underscore here on Instagram, YouTube, and on Spotify, no lions here. Guys, if there's anything, any topics that you want to hear me speak about, Please feel free to email me, no lions here at gmail.com. Again, that's no lions here at gmail.com. I love getting emails from listeners, I love it. It makes my day. I'm like a kid on Christmas morning when I open up that Gmail box and I've got emails from listeners um, reaching out you know, telling me how much they enjoy the show or, you know, whatever it is. I love hearing from listeners. So definitely please make sure to keep to reach out. Again, that is no lions here at gmail.com. Again, no lions here at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for the support. Thank you guys so much for the support. I really appreciate it. It means the world to me to be heard every time I I sit in front of this microphone. So I'm going to keep coming back. Keep coming back. It works if you work it, and you're worth it. I'll see you guys next time.